By the way, you have to be the that cowboy hat is outstanding. So, you know, and and you got my email the other day, right? I said, Daniel, I wore the shirt you gave me yep. years ago. I sure did. So, thank you again for the shirt. I'm hey. sorry, it's t-shirt time tonight. Oh, but I'll just, I'll just follow your lead. We got so much stuff to talk about, and I don't know what subjects you would like to mm-hmm. have me address. But I mean. You just ask, I'll answer, and hopefully it'll be a blessing to your audience. Oh, that, that, well, Steve, that's automatic, man. I appreciate you coming on. And like I told the people, I said, hey, it's worth the wait to hear from you because uh, it's really an honor to have you on the show. But yeah, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Maui a little bit uh, on the start of this thing here, Steve. Uh, there's reports, and I've seen the videos. They are hiding what's going on in there. There are testimonies all over the net talking about people getting routed on certain streets and then being blocked off as if. They were sentenced to die. I mean, sentenced to be trapped. Is that the way you're getting the information? Yes. And again, you know, you're seeing the complete uh, failure of an emergency system that obviously for tidal waves and everything. So you get to the point where you recognize only people in the ultimate level of power can basically shut down the alarm, shut down the fire hydrants, and then lie with a straight face and turning people that could have escaped with their lives back into the inferno and died. And I think this is a really important uh, issue, Daniel, that people got to understand. Number one, there is a disconnect in how evil the, if you will, the events that are unfolding worldwide truly are. And they're so evil that murder, mayhem, and then the black fence went up around and it was a combination of not only directed energy weapons, which, by the way, Mazers, excuse me, M-A-S-E-R-S, microwave amplification by stimulated emission of radiation, is we, what you can do. And uh, what you can, the reason the cars are burned and obviously the aluminum burned, but there are also incendiary devices of what are called fuel air explosives. And without going into the details, it wasn't just the directed energy weapon. In essence, this was thought out. And I, I think people got to separate two issues. Number one, Maui, Kauai, uh, Oahu, and the Big Island are all strategic assets for the U.S. military. There's stuff that people just don't know exists on those islands. There's only two countries in the world that have the weather warfare modification capabilities that were in play concurrent with the fire. So somebody had to be talking to somebody, Russia and the United States, China to some degree, but nobody has perfected the uh, weather modification geoengineering more so than the United States. The infamous study, weather as a force multiplier, we own the weather 2025 US Air Force document. I tell you, they've owned it for a long time, You know, probably the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. But now we're dealing with, and I think people need to understand this, we are at war with Russia. We being the United States, NATO, Great Britain, and to some extent, minor extent, Australia. The word asymmetric warfare means that you're not bombing and shooting openly missiles, but asymmetric warfare is basically guerrilla warfare. And and Maui has, let's say this, strategic military importance, just like Kauai. Most people don't know this, but Kauai, the Pacific Missile Theater Range, controls all of the assets of the U.S. military in the Pacific Ocean. Now, obviously, we're talking about Maui, but you know there's got to be links between communication links and data links and intelligence links between all the islands. 
But what I think is important is listening to the words of the governor that they want to have this whole island turned into a smart island. And isn't it interesting? He even said they're going to buy up all the land, the state mm-hmm. of Hawaii. And and I, I'm sorry to say, ladies and gentlemen, but we're watching what happened in Hawaii, the same thing that happened to the Native Americans in, in uh, the United States and all indigenous people, whether it's the aborigines in Australia, uh, uh, the Maori or Maori in New Zealand. Every place that somebody wants an asset, they're going to kill the indigenous population. And the Hawaiians, those are their ancestral lands. So uh, I'm hearing, Daniel, I can't prove this, but I got a lot of data coming in, okay? And, and I do the best I can, but bottom line is I'm hearing that there's even a secret plat map that exists with the bidding prices for the specific acre lots on the property. Now, can I prove that? No. Am I, uh, by the way, I don't drink, so I'm not, you know, doing anything tonight, <laughs> but, uh, you know, celebrating early. But I think the key to understanding Maui is this. If they want something you have, remember Klaus uh, Schwab, I, I, I can't get away from calling him the slob, you know, Darth <laughs> right. Vader without a helmet on, you know, a uh, biological uh, experiment that went wrong, in my opinion. And they're talking about you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy. Well, you're going to be dead. People lose track. And obviously, you know, I've been on talk radio a long time and uh, for a really long time. I guess that would make me almost an archaeological uh, masterpiece. I've been on that long. But the point is, is that we are now watching the full implementation of global genocide. We're watching the annihilation of the human race. We can go there, too. But people's lives are secondary to the greed Mm -hmm. The Bible's very clear about the end times and very, you know, people can deny we're in them. But I mean, how many people, Daniel, have to die? Look at COVID-19. False narrative, false narrative, false narrative. And now with all the information that that, that skunk, in my opinion, the skunk, Fauci skunk, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I mean, we know. And now he's saying, well, there's no evidence that the masks work. Of course, there's a lot of evidence they don't, but you need to wear them. And then I heard the most evil words to come out of that man's mouth. You think that, you know, and I'm on record as saying, I believe the amount of global deaths, according to CB19 and the release and the uh, attendant, or I'm sorry, the following vaccines are in the hundreds of millions of people, okay? Mm -hmm. We know in China alone, they had huge numbers because everybody in China has a cell phone. They were required to have them pretty much. And when those records were breached, People were going, man, there's there's tens of millions of people that that aren't taking their bills. And those phones went dead. Now, I'm not a computer hacker. I, you know, I can move my mouse and that's about it. The bottom line is, is that we can there are there are ways to determine the true death count. Now, look, most of us don't have access to classified satellite information, but Fauci is on record as saying now that it's important for uh, climate lockdown to be pondered. And this whole false climate narrative is bogus. Okay, I'm going to share something real quick, and this is relevant. This is one 500-page book I bought like 20 years ago, It's and and you can't get them, and I don't sell them. Climate and History, Studies in Past in Climates and Their Impact on Man. Nothing affects human beings more so than climate. So what people are trying to figure out, they're looking at Maui as if it's just one big issue. There are scenarios within them, not only scenarios, but 
active measures, meaning that somebody had to generate the weather warfare, okay? And since we're at war with Russia, Russia, I believe, is is responsible for the weather wars we're seeing all over the country, including the desert southwest, including. But here's where it becomes problematic. Maui, we're seeing, obviously, Florida. Red State, we're seeing, obviously, Texas. All the fires go up from me. I'm in Montana. You know, go 300 miles north. We're seeing, obviously, Alberta fires. And 66,000 square miles of... Uh, important uh, uh, forests have burned up. And what's tragic is that people then listen to the gates of hell, in my opinion, and we know who that is, talking about destroying millions of trees. People, and I think it's kind of like the old movie Soylent Green with Charlton Heston and Edward G. Robinson when the powerful statement is that Soylent Green is people. And Mm -hmm. I think what uh, is missing in the populations. Oh, thank you. Awareness is the fact that they will, they, the, the Luciferians, the globalists, the uh, occultists, the um, uh, those at war with the living God, they are doing everything they can to destroy humanity. And that's why I won't put up with people that use weasel words. They don't want to say what it is, global genocide. We're hearing now that America's birth rate is down. Really? We're watching, in my opinion, Daniel, the extinction of the human race. That's another word. Genocide, annihilation, extinction. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's really critical. And I'm telling everybody, and thank you for having me on your, having me on your show, you either resist or you cease to exist. You either defy or you die. And they want civil war. They, I'm on record, you know, I, I don't know if you listen to me. I mean, if you do, you do. And thank God and bless you. But there's so many people out there that are missing the big point, in my opinion. We have declared war on Russia. We are provoking, as the United States, in my opinion, the extinction of 250 million Americans. Russia's weapon boasts are not just empty boasts. The United States has our biggest warheads are probably five megatons and Russia's got up to 100 megatons. Now, they 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 have the Poseidon nuclear drone slash torpedoes. They're autonomous. In essence, they're running and uh, they can have they have a mind of their own that's pre-programmed in. So all of this assassination of uh, President Putin's character. And look at this. We assassinate. The guy that basically uh, is trying, I'm talking his character, and now they're trying to kill him, literally. What happens if he returns the favor? That's just I want to put a question mark in people's minds. But what we're talking about is when Putin put a floor under the gold. I'm going to take you the long way around and bring you right to Maui and the importance. Okay. But when he put the floor of gold at uh, uh, $50 per gram, that established a bottom on gold of $1,600 an ounce. Well, not only that, but the BRICS nation have now decided they will trade amongst themselves in their own currencies. They'll they'll agree to the value of, let's say, uh, Zimbabwe's currency or uh, the Congo's currency or whatever nations. And then they will agree to exchange value for value or commodity for commodity. You know, I don't know about most people, but I think you better read your Bible who are always trying to watch the vilification of uh, Russia, of Putin. And, and the reason being is he's, he's we're, we're the communists. We've been overthrown. We have absolutely been overthrown in this country. It's not we're going to be, we have been. 
So again, taking it all back to Maui, we're watching asymmetric warfare taking place. Uh, I, I was the guy that broke the news about Operation Sandman 18 months ago to my subscribers on my private briefings or my uh, Q files. And Sandman was the uh, repudiation of U.S. dollar by initially it was the original uh, uh, six that joined uh, were the initiators of BRICS, and then another 12, another 18. The thing is, is that the idea that the United States U.S. dollar is going to be used anymore for anything is diminishing. I got to tell you a funny story, and then I'll turn it right back sure. to you. I had a call. I had a call from a guy I've never heard. And he supposedly had a, a talk show or something, and I tried to find out a little bit. But he said, "I want to know the source." He wants to know the source of Operation Sandman. I said, you're talking to him. He said, well, who's your source? I said, you're talking to him. I don't know. He was either a fed, stupid, or really dumb, okay? Stupid is one thing. Really dumb is another. Because if, if, if it doesn't come through, and this is the dichotomy in my opinion, if it doesn't come through the mainstream sewage uh, lines, that would be the mainstream uh, accessory to murder, and you know this, I won't say MSM without saying MSATM, and that stands for accessories to murder. So the idea that uh, people can see Maui for what it is, it's some of the most expensive real estate in the world. Mm -hmm. So understand, I'm being told there's a plot. I'm being told plot means it's just how many acres were burned. And what happens when you can't find a traditional descendant of the land? The state can come in and take it and condemn it, you know? So I think that's what we're watching in real time. And if they'll do it to them, they'll do it to us. See, you know, we've watched this. How long have you been on uh, talk radio and, and podcast? Uh, 23 years. Okay, so 23 years. And you've seen a lot of the stuff that we used to be named as, uh, oh, whatever, fear porn, uh, everything you can believe. By the way, every one of those words was a CIA MK Ultra neuro linguistic program term fear mongers okay fear porn every single one of those anything that's truth has to be segregated vilified and ultimately done away with so what we're seeing now is uh, in my opinion the biggest scam that somehow there's going to be a free election and and again Stalin said it's not who casts the vote that counts it's who counts the vote that counts and I ask everybody, if if they believe there's a political solution to a spiritual problem, what makes you think they're going to let their worst enemy, in this case Donald Trump, in this case uh, mega people, what makes people think that anything's going to change and nothing is? Mm -hmm. And then what happens if all the open knowledge that people are given on how the Ukraine is nothing more than a money dump to filter money all yeah. over the world mm -hmm. and uh, obviously kickbacks to Hunter, you know, right. Hunter. 10% for the big guy. You're the big guy. And, you know, the the lack of, you saw the wimp. What's his name? McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. Or Kevin not McCarthy. Speaker of the, yeah, he's Speaker of the House. And, and you know, I mean, he's, he's a internationalist. He's a globalist. He attends mm -hmm. the WEF. And so the, the point is, is that people are looking in the wrong direction. So we have no more equal justice under the law. Look, right. if you call it like you see it, people who don't want to see it don't want to acknowledge it. 
It's not that they don't see it. It's not that they don't hear it. They don't want to uh, be responsible for the knowledge, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so that's an introduction. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> wow. Right, we're just getting started. Okay, so yep. I got a question. Did you see the interview with Tucker Carlson and Victor Orban? Yes. And I advise everybody to watch that because you get an outside of the United States view of the United States. And one of the things I noticed and I was really happy about he said he actually separated the American people from the American government. And yep. it's, a, it's our government that is spreading this crap all around the world. Basically that, you know, we're the ones that blew up the pipeline. And, and, uh, you know, he's saying that, that if there's a world war three, it's the United States going to cause it. And it seems like yep. we're just, we're everything, every decision this country is making, it, it just exasperates that. It's just like another March. I mean, just headlong into that. Well, first of all, I think Viktor Orban is the most outstanding president of any country, any nation. I'm not Hungarian, but I understand the wisdom of his uh, statements. And by the way, he made a powerful statement, Daniel. He said, Russia and we in Hungary are standing for Western Christianity. Yes. And and basically, the United States has destroyed Christianity. Look at look at the vilification. Uh, Barack Obama made this statement. Don't miss that one. That <laughs> America is no longer a Christian nation, and they have done everything that in their power. They, the globalist elite, and he did. He truly said that. And the other thing is, remember when he said America is the greatest nation in the world? We intend to change all that. Yep. Yeah. Another time he told the truth, mm-hmm. but. You know, everyone knows that the power behind Biden, the listen, either Lucifer enters into him, Satan enters into him and takes control of him. Like the famous, uh, if you will, the the Nazi colors of red and black and is we will want you. You know, I mean, uh, it, it was so in your face. That was not a normal Biden. There was a supernatural evil. And I want to share this. Until Christianity understands the supernatural level of evil, the supernatural origin of evil, they're toast. And that's why I believe the Bible is so clear when it says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not because he doesn't tell them, but because they don't, they, they reject it. God says, I warn, and they reject it. So now we're watching the curse of Deuteronomy 28, and it applies to Maui. Strangers from without will possess you from within. You will be brought down very low. They will be brought up, lifted up very high. And all these things that were blessings will be taken from you. So the people who believe that there's a, uh, let's say this, Tinkerbell and magic thinking behind if the Republicans just get the White House again. I I think today, uh, how do I say this? I think is today the... The third J6 prisoner died. I don't know if you know that. Uh, I didn't know there was three. I know there's at least two. Yeah, there's three, three. now. Uh, three. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. The fact that we as Americans allow those men to be, basically, I would say this. Uh, how do I say, not just in prison, that's not what I'm going for. But to be subjected to the torment, the psychological warfare, they don't treat, of course, the Biden administration and all the George Soros DAs and all of the, uh, you know, courts, they treat murderers 
better mm -hmm. than people that just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Absolutely. Now, I believe that it doesn't do any good to say, well, if I get elected president again, you know, I, I'm going to go on record. I believe it's folly, total folly to engage the political argument that that's going to change anything. I believe the people who are the salt of the earth need to stand up, speak up, and, and do what they can do on a local level. Remember this, the one thing that everybody forgets is Reverend Wright. I, I call him Reverend Wrong. But anyway, Reverend Wrong, uh, you know, they got Obama to be a community organizer. Mm -hmm. And that's how they're taking the country. And then Soros put up the money for his DAs and everything else. And ladies and gentlemen, we're watching right now Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals taking mm -hmm. place. They're doing it to, to President Putin. And, uh, you know, what's wrong with peace? Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody thinks, well, uh, you know, uh, righteous and just war. Are you kidding me? We're stripped naked. And have you had Michael Yon on yet? No. Okay. Michael Yon, Green Beret, Green Beret, excuse me, and just an amazing source of information. He's down the Darien Gap, uh, the area in Panama where the, uh, you know, the, the, basically 100 miles of no man's land and talking about all the Chinese beachhead. And I think you've listened to me for enough years to know that Hawk and I were warning everybody, and, and God bless Hawk, uh, we were warning everybody. We even had people take airplanes, take pictures and everything. And I mean, we we're by the way, we are already, in my opinion, subjugated. We are subjugated as a nation. Mm -hmm. There is no equal justice under the law. Freedom and liberty no longer applies. And think of Kamala Harris's question of 100 or not question statement. 125 million people have to be, uh, you know, have to be eliminated. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I pray it starts with her. And I do, because in essence, you know, what we're watching is the splitting of this country. We're split right down the middle. All we need now is a new Madrid to go off and split it physically. And then, you know, it couldn't be any plainer. But there is and can be no effective pushback until we understand that this nation. And here's Daniel where I really, um, I guess you'd say, ruffle feathers. I don't know if you've heard my word, but I call them flustered clucks. Mm -hmm. A flustered yeah. cluck is, you know, if you've ever seen chickens when they, you go right. in, they scatter and everything, mm -hmm. and, and then they just make a bunch of noises. So we're not, we're to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. But, you know, most people in most congregations have already been subjugated because the man in the pulpit isn't who they think they are, and they don't ever talk about the important stuff. And I got to tell you something. I don't think it's any more important than Matthew 24, Luke 21, and where we're at now in the book of Revelation. And I made a comment on Alex Jones that the uh, former president responded to. And, um, you know, he didn't like what I said, and he didn't name me, and I'm not saying I'm important, but what I am saying is I'm saying there is no political solution to a spiritual problem. Let me advise everybody. When President Trump had the power, every single person he chose was wrong. Every single one. Starting with his AG, uh, Mr. Magoo, Sessions, and then all the way down to Barr. Every single person in his intelligence com uh, community, the heads of NSA, of CIA, Every single one of them perjured, 61 heads of those agencies perjured themselves concerning the Russian, the Steele dossier. Mm -hmm. 
The FBI, they knew all along and they went along with the plan. It was a over an over not a an overthrow of the United States of America. So how, ladies and gentlemen, the military went woke and went broke, okay? And and, and were the laughing stock of the world. The prophet Jeremiah said that when a nation rebels against God, the rebelling nation becomes a hissing in the nostrils of the countries around them. What do we export? Uh, perversion. The State Department, and this is really cool. Boy, do I love Victor Orban. I, I mean, I never met him. I would mm -hmm. literally, if I, and I'm not looking for an invite, but right. if I did, I would want to shake that man's hands mm -hmm. because Hungary is standing against the perversion. Mm -hmm. And you know, our entire State Department is basically, I don't know what I would call it, but they're ambassadors and it's not for our country. It's for an agenda. Mm -hmm. And that agenda is confusion. And our Bible say God is not the author of confusion. And the young p children aren't confused. If you, if, and I want to say something here. Well, I'll, thanks for letting me say anything. But the bottom, bottom line is if we're so stupid that we don't understand the genetic difference based on chromosomes in a male and female, you are what you are born as. That's your biological identity. You want to chop off stuff and the silence of, of Christians. And, and look, I'm not bashing Christians, but we're to be the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, uh, how should I say this? And I pray. I said, Lord, when I come on with Daniel, help me take the veil and the scales off the eyes of people that still don't get it. You know, I, I made a statement one time and I stand by it. There's two sets of scales that every human has to overcome. Scales of justice, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about lizard scales of the reptilians. But the eyes, the, there's a blindness over people. And then there's the scales of their heart where they weigh everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think, Daniel, you and I could present a, a clearer picture that the scales are totally tipped about against freedom, liberty. And now look at the vilification of Christians. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I remember when, well, you were on, when I was on too, 23 years ago, I said the Bible is going to be made illegal. Even quoting Bible verses, now I said this a long time ago, but what people lose track of is that until they see it, they don't believe it. Same thing with the book of Revelation. You know, I mean, we're people argue, are we in the, this is the third trumpet, third seal, whatever, third seal? The point is, ladies and gentlemen, look at what's happening. We're at the mark of the beast time, the technology. And now the fight is, is the technology of the beast the mark of the beast? And the mark of the beast, you have to have the beast in order to cause, compel make, force people to take the mark or lose their life. So the technology of the beast is here. And then let's look at the whole CV-19. I quoted Shen Ping. That's a real guy's name. C-H-E-M-P-I-N-G. I think it's been sanitized, but I think I still got it on, on my 200, this is a real number, 258,639 emails. That's just wow. how many I have in the last 18 <laughs> months. I should actually take a quick picture and show you. I don't that's make fun. that up. Yeah, that's fun. Now that's so a quarter of a million. But Xinping said, with our buy, he was a CCP member, yeah. outspoken, very famous within the CCP, Chinese Communist Party. And he said, with our biolog biological weapon, we destroyed America. Absolutely. But what he didn't go far enough to say, and all of the politicians that are on our payroll, Australian intelligence broke uh uh, you know, who got how much money? And uh, yeah, it's astonishing. Some of our politicians 
the worst of the worst got a quarter of a billion dollars. So you don't have to blow some away if you can buy them off. And I think we've got the most purchased politicians in the history of the world. And I think that it's going to come home and is coming home. Look at what look at what the uh, lockdown and shutdown has done. Mm -hmm. All the financial issues. I mean, they're just compounding. Mm -hmm. Look at the people on the streets of America. Yet we're allowing a fifth column, armies of immigrants. But people don't understand the reason those people are on the street to a large extent is because there are no jobs and they have been. Uh, selectively persecuted, especially U.S. military vets. And so the, with the persecution of the vets, they want to get rid of anybody that can resist when the time comes that like ants, the internal revolutionaries, like the Chinese, they're through every, they're in every state, Daniel, they're in every community. And you can buy your way in and you don't even have to fight your way in. But people are going to go to bed one night and find out that not only have they lost the country, but they've lost everything because the Chinese are going to come and say, Mr. Ott, we like your podcast, so we're going to let you stay in your house. Or Mr. Q, not the Q anonymous. I tell everybody, hey, I've never been anonymous. And I was Q files <laughs> before they came on the scene. So you're so not him. Out, okay. Yeah. People swallowed that. So here's the deal. They won't believe the truth, but boy, they'll run head off the cliff to embrace a lie. Well, you talk about um, the Ukraine war and how the billions of dollars unaccounted for. The Democrats vote to not know where that money's going to. There's no accountability whatsoever to all those billions going over there. And interestingly enough, they've got way more money than uh, Florida is getting for the hurricane or that Maui or Hawaii is getting at all. I mean, it's just a it's infinitesimal amount of that money. But so money is just being thrown out there. And I know that money makes its way back to people here in, in this country. Now, this lockdown is going to do the same thing. It did it the first time. They were throwing billions all over the country in the last lockdown. And so people got rich. And as I mentioned this earlier, that the, the teachers got rich. And they didn't have to teach. And the teachers' unions got billions of dollars. They went on vacation. So this next lockdown is the same thing, Steve. They're going to be just, oh, got, it's emergency. Let's throw out some billions, and everybody's getting paid except for the Americans. And the other thing you mentioned earlier, uh, Steve, about the possibility of civil war breaking out. Well, we kind of have that now a little bit because I believe in New York, skirmishes are now happening between Americans and uh, illegal immigrants that are consuming vast amounts of resources. And I know I'm familiar with that scripture you talked about in Deuteronomy. It's, and it says literally in there that they will take the resources. Another nation will take your resources. And now the Americans being left is that they're saying, wait a minute, where's ours? And I understand that in New York, the pantries are empty now. And now they're trying to move out to, to New Jersey. And New Jersey said, no, we don't want it. So there, there are, but there are fights now breaking out. And I'm wondering if is this going to be uh, the start of a larger conflict in this country? You know, the Democrats started the and look, it's not political because the Republic whores. OK. And, you know, I don't know how to call them. You know, like in essence, it's like a street in the red light district. Hey, there's two sides of the street. One works one side, the other works the other. And we have the most politically prostitution class or the, the most prostitutes in the political class of anybody in history. I mean, listen, the Roman Senate, we know the uh, uh, rise and fall of the Roman Empire, Edward Gibbons and, and some of the other people that have written extensively about it. He's the most extensive. Mm -hmm. But we're watching, in my opinion, Daniel, 
the uh, absolute denial of the lateness of the hour. We've got a trillion dollars in credit card debt. We've got, in essence, people can't even afford to buy gas. I mean, and it's going to get worse. That $300 barrel, we've heard it, we've heard it, we've heard it. But until it happens, people will not believe it. And when it happens to them, you know, somebody said, when evil befalls someone other than you, you know, it's it's a sad, it's uh what's the word they use? Uh, it's it's a problem. When it happens to you, it's a tragedy. I, I may have been doing that a Close little wrong, but yeah. But the point well taken is that the next lockdown is the takedown. I'm on record. I'm on record. I want to prov- I want to uh, provoke people to righteousness in this. If you comply, satanic compliance versus godly defiance. We have not yet, the book of Hebrews said, resisted evil to the shedding of our blood. Look, the gospel, there's a lot of martyrs in the history of preparing and presenting the gospel. And yet people don't understand that if they'll attack God, I'll tell you what, I really wrestled with the Lord one night in prayer. I said, Lord, I am tired of that mouthpiece from hell. You know, what is he, the the, the bellman at the Hotel California where you can always check in and you can never <laughs> check out? But Klaus Schwab saying God is dead, uh, basically saying you either obey us or you die. I had to repent of some words that came into my mind Mm. and heart. Or Yuval Harari, I wish he would commit Harari Kari, you know. But the point is, uh, no one will challenge them. And anybody who's quiet, in my opinion, especially in the field of law enforcement, those people who will not stand against evil, and God bless the uh, sheriffs that do. We have sheriffs in this mm-hmm. country that understand their position. They are the highest law enforcement figure in their county, and they have even more jurisdiction than the feds. And God bless the Texas sheriffs. Man, you know, I, I wish I was younger. I'd go sign up for the Texas Rangers, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. who wouldn't love to fight for, and Texas is, is the battleground. Now, Dmitry Dudeman, a Romanian pastor, mm-hmm. 1986, I think it was, and I'm just trying to think of my dates, and I could be right, wrong on the date, but he had the vision given to him from God. By the way, he's a Romanian pastor. He smuggled Bibles. He was in prison, tortured. He came to this country. God sent the angel of the Lord and showed him what was going to be the outcome of the United States of America, and it's it's on the handofhelp.com. And in that, the concurrent nuclear attack on the United States was shortly, and I don't know the time, but shortly after civil war had broken out in the country. Have you ever read that to your uh, listeners, the Dimitri Duneman vision? Uh, no, I, but I have read it. And, uh, it, 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 you know, I did read it. Okay, yeah. And I, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just saying to you now, because you started this, I want people to understand the alliance between a certain mart who has the biggest stores in the United States and China. You know, they used to call it China Mart, right? And all those trucks that came, I think they have the largest trucking fleet in the United States. And I, I could be wrong. I don't know if Yellow Freight was. And look at Yellow Freight. It's it's gone. Uh, look at what's happening there's not enough goods coming in, empty shelves. The the days of empty shelves are with us. The days of availability will be basically turned to no selection. 
the days of having edible God created meat and not genetically altered vegetables are over unless, you know, you're in a community where you can trade and stuff. And now there are actual Amish farms being swatted by SWAT teams. And it, it's, ah, oh, well, you know, and I say this, I pray for the day that the fly swatter goes into effect against Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, and all of the attendant flies. And, and what people know this, be, when you have a bunch of flies, you can swat them right. or you can set traps, you know, or you can put up nets. But Beelzebub literally means the Lord of the Flies. And, you know, it's it, it, it really should be pronounced. Ball, um, what is it? But ball out Beelzebub for ball. You know, mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't say it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, ball, the false God. So now we have in this country, we have war against Jesus Christ. We have war against God, the creator of the universe, every form of blasphemy. And yet, and this, you know, I've got to get a seatbelt on because I'm ready to go into orbit. Look, people have either got to stand for something. And if they claim to be Christians, how about standing for Jesus who gave his life for us and took it up again and that we might have eternal life? And see, this is the thing that's interesting. Deny Jesus and you see what happens to the country. The, I want to go back and fill in one statement. The hardest thing for Christians who, who claim to be Christians to even believe, embrace, or allow to filter into their brain is the fact that God judges nations in history. We are the most, uh, and when I talk about pornography, I'm talking about the most horrific forms of murdering children after you've had your way with them. $140 billion child sex trafficking when you understand that most and i'm going to say this i'm told by guys who know this stuff former intel guys former military guys spec ops guys over the years god was faithful to give me a lot of people to tell me what's going on i mean i live in montana you know and by the way the cowboy hats are disappearing and the uh lefters what? from california and every place are moving in and some of the biggest ranches in the uh, United States, besides Texas, used to be in Montana. But the billionaires are just buying everything in Montana. I mean, it's not the last, and forgive me, it was the last best place. Now it's just like any place else. And the attitude that they bring in is uh, the town I live in, hopefully not much longer, and I'm serious about this, is one of the model cities, you know, that's to be, uh, the 15 minute smart cities, you know, well, my question is how can you have a smart city when you have so many dumbasses who are the politicians running the place? Okay. Oh, I get it. Artificial intelligence. And, and I say this artificial intelligence, that's a whole nother show we should do because there's nothing artificial about AI. It's alien interference. It's alien intelligence. Now, when I say alien, I'm talking about something that's supernaturally evil from another dimension. Jesus said that the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. His church isn't the Catholic church. Sorry, it's not. His church means his called out ones, the body of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. And so look at how many people, just to show you how far we've fallen, re refuse to even say, God, should I be taking this vaccine? I know people who are Christians that have died because they took it. They're Christians. They're in heaven. They're with 
you know, the glorious are, are those who've gone before us. I know people, I've been told of people that would get together and pray that they might be first on the list. Yeah. I thought, wow. I got to go find, I got to go find a bucket to peek in <laughs> because, you know, again, I'm sorry to be so, uh, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for being blunt. Maybe I could say it a better way, but if someone says, okay, I don't have a six shooter right handy. I have other things, but I don't have a six shooter, a single action army. Okay. If they're putting, a, they're, they want you to play, they want you to play Russian roulette, but guess what? The only empty chamber is the one they pull off, set off the first one. Everything else, this, it's the uh, the cylinder on the revolver is stacked against us, okay? So we're cooperating in our own demise. I'm talking about the vaccination of the people, and they cooperated with it. If they go along with the next lockdown, the Latin, I'm saying this, the next lockdown, unless we resist it now, we resist, we resist, we resist, will be the last takedown and take out. Um, the gun control, I, I, I don't know if you saw the most astonishing story uh, was how many MP5, 40, sub, 40 caliber submachine guns the IRS was getting. But then the article went on and said, well, it's not just the IRS, it's Health and Human Services. It's this, it's that, and the other thing, you know. Gone are the days of a government that even attempts to give the facade of serving. All they're doing now, Daniel, is is basically arming. Who are they arming for? And again, most people, the Second Amendment is only as good as the 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 willingness to fight for freedom, actually to die too. But the the lack of how do I say this, Lord? The lack of understanding tactical uh, uh, SWAT techniques against the average guy. I mean, like Jamie Walden, you know, uh, or Doug Thornton, those guys, you know, have you had either one on your oh, show? Yeah. You should. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, look, trained people, you can't wait for a knock on the door, go to your door, open it up and shabang, you know, you can't, you can't expect the track, whack and stack. That's what I call these cell phones, you know, mm -hmm. I got one, but I always use, you know, when I travel, I use, and this isn't just a pitch, but I'm telling you, these were these became a, uh, the most sought after uh, way of communicating in the islands, actually in Florida, too. And if people don't understand that the power, when the power goes out, usually the cell towers go out, not all the time. But the point is, you got to have a way to communicate. And, you know, sat123.com, they're one of my sponsors. But I really believe in this. And how about the power outages? There's so many power outages. And I want everybody to understand this. You can no longer drink any municipal water supply in the United States. It has to be filtered. It has to be purified. There's a difference between a purifier and a filter. And that's that's the most important of all, you know, and then edible food. And the longer you wait to buy, and I don't sell food, by the way. This isn't a pitch. But I'm saying get what you can get while you can get it. Because the time is coming when the only offering is going to be literally Soylent Green. And watch it happen, because cannibalism is filling the headlines of the day. It is. Someplace, somebody, somebody's chopping up and eating somebody. Mm -hmm. In the cartels, I'm told that the initiation, now you can look it up, but the initiation is they got to kill somebody, cut their heart out, and eat it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you, you were the first to say that, too, about the, can, the coming cannibalism. And as we're seeing in California, Steve, the, 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 the hordes of, of 
people uh, swarming these department stores. It's not going to be long before they start swarming the Costco's and the Kroger's and the food stores, and they're going to be putting the meat under lockdown like they're putting uh, goods goods in, let's say, Target behind glass cages with locks on them, and they're going to empty those shelves. That's 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 going to happen, and then the rest of us are going to have to fight for whatever's left. And then, of course, you mentioned Montana. I know that there's a large swath of land that these billionaires just made a deal with the government that the cattle ranchers can't have their cattle on it now. And they said, well, we'll we're going to put some uh, bison on it or something, which is ridiculous. In other words, they're taking land out of productivity that supports the cattle. And it's part of a global agreement. We see that in the Netherlands where they, they've, they're cutting 30% of their fertilizer use, which is putting the farmers and they're protesting but but there's a worldwide cabal that is saying we've got to reduce the food supply which is part of the starvation part of the what i call the extinction protocol yep well thank you for using those terms because in essence until we get on the same page where people understand the word extinction that means it no longer we no longer will exist Jesus said, if God the Father didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, the elect of God are those who have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, there'd be no human, no flesh left alive. Yet for the elect's sake, those days would be shortened. I mean, Daniel, we're at September 2nd. Think back a year ago, you know, think back a month ago, and it's going like this. You know, if people understood how humans are created to relate to time, you know, and three dimensions, possibly four, but it's our brain that basically is the atomic clock that God created in us. Mm-hmm. And the mystery, time is a mystery. You know, good, you know, I, I've got books like that thick on it. By the way, I didn't read them. I read, you know, the end and I read the beginning because I want to know what, you know, I, I, I don't like to wait. You know, I, I, I told a lot of the guys that basically I helped get launched on talk radio. I said, look, I want to know. What the what the guy's trying to say, and I want to know what his conclusion is. I mean, this thing's got a lot of charts and graphs, you know, but nothing is more important than climate history. Dane Wigington, have you had him on geoengineeringwatch.org? You know, I think I did a long time ago, and I was trying to get him on recently because there is so much going on in the weather wars that uh, that needs to be yep. talked about. Yeah, I I'll send you his content. Well, you can just go on geoengineeringwatch.org. Nobody has given more, in my opinion. You know, when I I wrote this book 25 years ago, I think they're going to be pretty soon out of print. I want to make this clear, too. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a pitch because I'm not reprinting any more of my books. And I think I've got 12 titles in print. Some of them are down to 20. Some are down to 30. And the reason I'm doing that is because I think the hour and the the minutes and the seconds are so short. And Daniel, it's not bluster to say that before the United States could even shoot one submarine-launched ballistic missile, before we could get one nuclear bomber in the air, before we could go through our standard procedures, protocols, and all the fail-safes, Russia has pretty much given all of their nuclear forces, and I'm told this, and by the way, this is no top secret, they're telling everybody, they're telling everybody that we can launch in 60 seconds. And President Putin's not a liar. And look, I'm not a Russian agent, but when I see the uh, standing up for Western values, 
look, I understand the history of, of Russia. I understand from the times of Tsar uh, Nicholas. I understand. And by the way, it was the uh, American bankers, you know, of course, the banker bastards. I call them, by the way, when I use the word bastard, I use it in the biblical sense. God himself called the union, uh, you know, of fallen angels and earth women, the offspring. In essence, Goliath was a bastard. A big one, a tough one, but he was a bastard. So bastard in the biblical sense, and especially in the historic sense, means a hybrid, not of God's making. So now what are we watching? We're watching transhumanism. We're watching creations in laboratories. We're watching human sexual reproduction being destroyed. Come on, the vax is, is killing women. It's killing babies. And if that isn't good enough, well, they'll just do their surgical procedures. And I'm saying this, anybody that is a medical mutilator is a murderer. And if they'll do it to the most innocent and we stay silent, you know, I mean, I, I almost wish the Lord would supercharge me. I have to get my attitude right and, and then turn a whole bunch of people loose with the power of God to confront the evil. Because it's so, how do I say this, in your face. And But there's silence. And you know this, what was it, Bonhoeffer, Dietrich Bonhoeffer? who was hung for his testimony of Jesus, you know, he said silence in the face of evil is evil itself. It, 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 it's, it's, it's astonishing to me how people are just rolling over. And someone, unfortunately, if they're in the grave, I don't think they have many <laughs> opportunities for calisthenics. Uh, you know, and I, I was thinking as I was coming here, and thanks for your patience. I mean, I just couldn't get my laptop. It's a, it's a new Mac to work doing everything I'm supposed to. But the bottom line is, I think it's critical tonight because we're at the 2nd of September. We're hearing now that obviously Polish troops are entering into Belarus. Russia hasn't even taken off the gloves yet. And Putin is going to be put into a position that he either has to do something because the Russian people are watching each drone get deeper and deeper in Russian territory. So the idea that the United States isn't behind this that's like believing that uh, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz, you know, basically uh, was transported in the future. And she said, I don't want to be Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. I want to be the Tooth Fairy. So it's 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 literally, in my opinion, the metaphor is that we have got to recognize they're playing with our lives. And I believe, Daniel, that and I want people to pray about this, that we have such a group of occultists. Occult means hidden. We have such a, a group of bloodthirsty vampire politicians, and I mean that in the fullest extent of the word, that are, in essence, warlocks, witches, and some of the most evil, supernatural evil politicians who smile with their face until they put on their red hoods and do what they do. That's so hideous. I hate to even talk about it. But it's almost like you know, God warns us in Ezekiel about nine, and, and I, uh, let's see, I used them today, I, Isaiah and Ezekiel, about basically God's people become so hard and they don't even blush anymore. I think we're even beyond that. I think we're the people, the majority of Christians, they don't even care anymore. You know, what is it, 5% of uh, evangelicals believe the whole word of God, and everybody wants to modify Jesus. And, and you know, every time they mock or ridicule or scorn. Now, I know God doesn't need us to stick up for him. 
thank the Lord. But I mean, I think there's a blessing too. I think the King David calling Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine, you know, and I can just see everybody else. Do you think Goliath is a man or is he a woman? You know, I mean, they can, uh, I think it's so sinisterly um, apathetic or uh, sinisterly pathetic that there is no, how should I say this? No care or concern. And, and the Bible does say, God says he marveled. He marveled. I thought, that's a pretty interesting statement, you know, that that there was no one standing in the gap. You know, he marveled. In essence, he's saying, do you see what's going on? And God, the God of the Bible, is the only one who can declare the end at the beginning. And so when in Genesis 3.15, when we go to war, and somebody says, why? Why do you espouse scripture? Because it's the only thing I know that can define the future. I've been on talk radio, whatever, 35 years. And, you know, another foundation can no man lay. And the fact of apathetic, apathy and pathetic, okay, uh, double entendre there. The, the point being is that we have a disengaged Christian claimant population, uh, just like the Church of England. Well, we've got to accommodate the needs of the people. Of course, it's over the gay issue. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have people on talk radio questioning Paul. Talk radio, excuse me, podcast. I date myself. <laughs> the bottom line is on podcast. And they're, they're wanting to attack Paul. Well, God's you know, Paul, listen, if you've had a position of uh, persecuting Christians and now you're their outspokesman of protecting them and the, you know, Saul of Damascus, that's what he was called. And Jesus knocks him off his high horse. I would like to see the Lord knock off a lot of uh, supposed uh, defenders of the faith. And they have an encounter with Jesus because, Daniel, until people have uh, a supernatural life changing encounter with Jesus Christ, it's not head knowledge. You know, I people say, um, and this is a really interesting thing, and I would encourage everybody to appropriate it. It's not that people say, do you know Jesus? And they say, oh, I know Jesus. The next question is really more important. But do you know if he knows you? Because many will come to Jesus, you know, oh, I know the Lord. Why accept him as a child? And why are you living like hell? Repent and start over as a child. Unless you become as a child, you know, you won't see the kingdom of God. But we're at a point now where insanity and absolute perversion and absolute denial of faith, everything that are the warnings in the, especially Matthew uh, 24, Mark, Luke 21, we're, we're seeing the play. Everything from earthquakes, we're seeing it all. And for the people that don't understand geoengineering and weather warfare, God himself says he takes the wicked with their own devices and in their own devices. So the point is, is that the Antichrist is going to be able to call fire down from heaven. Well, you just saw it in Maui, you know, whatever platform they're using. And the fires in the, the fires in California, obviously same thing, same MO. And then coupled in with that, look at the people are being caught for setting fires up in uh, Canada. And Canada, remember on the East Coast, man, <clears throat> New York looked like it had already been destroyed, you know, as Babylon has fallen. So here's the here's the urgency of tonight's podcast, and thank you. Well, we think that World War III is just bluster and talk, the ability to initiate 
a nuclear war. We, the United States, started that whole speech and discourse. And and still the same. When you get, I forget which Democrat saying, you know, attacking Russia is the best money we spent. I'm surprised that guy will even be alive because Russia probably, you know, has a nice special treat for them. And the Congress and Senate think that they are just going to basically make war on Russia and, and be paid off by whoever's paying them off. And even the elite have got a treat coming for them because Russia's aware of how much, how should I say this, double talk and betrayals there. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand with anybody who will stand for Western Christian values in reality. And I think, I think if I were younger, I mean this. And I'm telling my kids, you guys may want, my kids are like 35 and 45, couple, you know, a couple of each, you know, five of them actually. So the point is, I'm saying you guys should look at Hungary, you know, and, and, and look at what's happened to the um, military. The military is going to have to come to a conscription at some point. There's talk in the background. It'll be forced conscription. I'm sorry for my phone going off. Uh, and the, the idea will be to get Christians. This is already in a report. I want you to know. And uh, can I have a copy of it? No, because the guy that will give it to me won't give it to me. He says, I give it to you. You're dead. That's how serious it is. So the point is, is imagine if you want to get rid of white people, and there's a war on whites. By the way, I'm the least of a guy who's a racist, but I'm a realist. And I get tired of those real racists shoving it down my throat. And Biden is the quintessential racist. And so was Barack Obama. Sure. Barack Obama did the most damage to this country in race relations. But God is overruling him. And God is raising up uh, Latinos, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, Asians. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is really critical, Daniel. When Jesus said in Matthew 24, nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, the kingdoms are, you know, Russia, United States, China, those are kingdoms. But nation against nation is ethnos against ethnos and ethnicity. So a house divided can't, cannot stand. So when I first got saved by the mercy of God, and it was true mercy, True mercy. I went from the guttermost to the uttermost in literally 24 hours. That's another story. <laughs> but what was astounding to me was just the absolute, um, how should I say this, overwhelming offer that Jesus died for me. I was going, Lord, I, I, Lord, I, I never, by the way, I was not a Christian. I wasn't raised in Christian. I was just a total hedonist, okay? President of Animal Farm on MSU. I forget the uh, fraternity, I was going to say sorority. The reason I said sorority is at, in, in Montana State University, we decided to go, uh, let's just say this, invite the ladies over to our fraternity. <laughs> and so, you know, it got in a lot of trouble. But the point is, is that when Jesus presented the offer of God's forgiveness, it was through Hal Lindsey, and said, Jesus can save you, and he pointed my direction, my immediate response is, well, Jesus must be God because only God can forgive me. I mean, I had no doubts of who I was. But the gospel being presented in a in a, a way that white, you know, God, every human says, if they were God, they just wipe out everybody. That's because they don't have the love of God. 
But those who resist the grace of God, those who resist the continual um, uh, 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 conviction of the Holy Spirit to bring them into that place, God's willing that none should perish. By the way, hell was created for the devil and his angels, not humans, but humans choose to change uh, how should I say this? The word of God, and they want to follow their savior, and it's not Jesus. And so, you know, my my joke about the Hotel California, uh, not people don't know what that whole song is about, but coming down here from my office, you know, was on the radio, and I thought, God, I'd like to make sure the Hotel California has a no vacancy sign on it for anybody I talk to, because the Hotel California is California. It's you can always check in, but you can never check out. I think of that as, you know, you are, you're a guitar guy, I'm a guitar guy, and uh, Jimmy Buffett just passed away at whatever, 76. I think he's 76. You know, 70, yeah, 76, I think. And I think, of, I think of all these people that we've listened to, we've, uh, their music, you know, uh, their, their whatever business ventures. But the point is, we all meet together at that point in our life where we go from, Vertical, and I'm make, I'm not making the cross, okay? From the vertical to the horizontal, you know? But the blessedness of Jesus, the power of his resurrection, he takes us, he does not leave us in the grave, you know? And, and I mean, so what's wonderful to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So is Jesus worth, here's the question I give to every Christian, is Jesus worth speaking up for, standing up for, uh, being rejected for, uh, being mocked for? The answer is, of course. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, if I talk about this, is, I've fought this for 35 years, and it's been a fight. People think there's more protection in not standing up for Jesus than there is if you, you know, in essence, well, if I'm just, I'm just going to be quiet. Jesus said, if you don't confess me before men, neither will I confess you before my Father, which is in heaven. You know, and and uh, a, a great story. I was in the shower. People know my shower. That's where God speaks to me. It's the only time I shut up and quiet down and simmer down. You know, and um, He just spoke to me. And I, I, you know, I've I've seen Jesus face to face. It's not because I'm such a wonderful right. quote anything. It's just because I'm a I'm a child of grace who has no uh, sense of righteousness apart from Jesus. In other words, you know, are you kidding me? I'm going to establish my righteousness. I have none. Are you going to accept the righteousness of God as if I'm talking to myself? Yes. But I, I remember hearing in my heart the Lord saying, Steve, how many people, my people, take me seriously when the word says, if you don't confess me before men, I won't confess you before my Father who's in heaven. I knew better than to answer immediately. And I, what I said, well, Lord, if you're asking me that, that's not a good sign. In other words, he didn't need my opinion. But he was drawing my attention to the fact. And then I saw, and I think about it. And Daniel, let me throw it right back to you because I know I'm dominating the show. I don't mean to. But the bottom line is, how many people you know that claim to be Christians that really talk about Jesus? You know? Exactly. I don't know. Do you have a bunch? I, I, I'm well aware when that conversation, when the folks I'm around, if it takes place or not. And it's shockingly little. Okay. So I'm please, I'm not trying to put anything in your mouth, words, you know. Uh, by the way, cool gold microphone. Yeah, well, I mean, yep. the the golden EIB mic went away, so I had to bring it back. Yeah, I got it, you know. 
And and I, I think too, it's interesting that your gold microphone matches my gold lock. All right, and, uh, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So in Gen Six's logo is a lock being opened to basically unlock hidden history. And by the way, thank you for throwing up my uh, DVD, ladies and gentlemen. That DVD that's on the screen, the Lies of Men and Gods, exposing the fallen angel agenda and the genetic corruption and destruction of the human race or the human genome, you know, is is so critical. And people who have seen it, it's the best thing we've ever done. And not that that's any, you know, special, but the the amount of data in there. And then I think you probably know, uh, we've been doing excavations, my mm-hmm. film company, Gen 6, in Mexico. And, uh, you know, we're turning up relics that we're digging in real time, Daniel, before the eyes of the world with drones, with people on the ground, my head guy Jesse G, who's who's the leader of our of our expedition teams. I mean, he's down his hands and knees, nine feet deep. They dig the nine foot deep hole, and they're finding Egyptians. They're finding nine thousand year old artifacts that show aliens and everything. And people say, "Oh, those were just knocked off in Tijuana." Well, they're you know, or they appear on eBay. None of our stuff does. But what people don't recognize is the official UFO. I want to get to this. How much time do we have? As much as you want, man. Okay. Well, good. Let's uh, just break out some sleeping bags, get some water, and you know we'll have a barbecue. The bottom line is, is that there's so many artifacts that our team and others have turned up. Even in the uh, mid-50s, there was a uh, German shopkeeper in the area of Tula, T-U-L-A, Mexico, and Jarlsrud, uh, and he had 30,000 artifacts that people had brought to him. He had his own museum. The Smithsonian devils send down their infamous, you know, containment team, and they said they, they, said they viewed every artifact in three hours. 30,000. It's impossible. And guess where all the artifacts went that were fake and knocked off? They all went to the Smithsonian. You know, the infamous Raiders of the Lost Ark scene in the end where they're putting the Ark of the Covenant in the crate in the giant, you know, warehouse. So the lies of men and gods, we're talking about literally showing the different fallen angels. They're inscribed. And I don't know if you know this. I don't know. Some of you obviously have cross uh, listeners and viewers, but uh, for the last four years, uh, I have a team that we undertook taking 500,000 known symbols and all the strange writings on everything, mm-hmm. comparing them against each other, comparing them against everything from the Chinese. And Chinese have 100, I think 100, up to 126,000 idiom, idiom uh, yeah, let's see, not um, uh, symbols, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. The ancient Southwest, Desert Southwest, we've done documentaries there. And all of that stuff has symbols. And in essence, to decipher them and to be able to read them, it's astonishing how much of it centers around the heavenly rebellion and the absolute destruction. There's two periods, by the way, of the artifacts we're finding. We're finding those before the pre-Adamic. And a lot of you, I don't believe in that pre-Adamic stuff. Fine, you know. But don't tell me it doesn't exist because early church fathers believed it, Mm -hmm. the most outstanding scholars. So if you get one guy who, you know, is saying, well, I don't believe that, 
You can't believe, Daniel, the people that want to fight over that, but they won't fight over the consequences or even the ramifications of the U.S. government now saying we're going to we're going to put up on a website all our stuff. Well, fifteen hundred pages is short. Twenty million files. Right. Okay, twenty million files. The, the lies of men and gods. People can go on my website, stequail.com, and or you can go on Gen Six and watch the trailer. Uh, the trailer is a mini movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, most trailers, Hollywood, are two to three minutes. Sometimes they'll go four to five. I think ours is like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. We because we can't show the depth, pun intended, of the um, uh, the digs and everything we're turning up. You know, in seven minutes. And by the way, Lies of Men and Gods is about the alien phenomenon and the genetic corruption. So how can we be finding 9,000-year-old artifacts that have DNA, the double helix? Of course it doesn't say DNA. A double helix is the most recognizable uh, symbol along with a spiral. If you ever see a spiral, Mm -hmm. that's a universal symbol for a stargate. Uh, People that don't know what stargates are, I'd encourage you to watch the last uh, a season of Skinwalker Ranch where they were literally able to basically model based on electronic signatures and all of the most state-of-the-art stuff, a literal time tunnel, or if you will, a um, black hole. Um, you know, if you fold a piece of paper, this is, this is going to be simple, draw a dot here, draw a dot there, and if that's a time, whether it's, you know, 4,000 4, or 4 million light years, and you fold the paper, and you basically got the dots lined up, Mm -hmm. you can go from point A to point B. Stargates and portals. Stargates are between different positions and places in the universe, and portals are dimension. So when we're talking about, you know, physics and postulate 10 dimensions, and if you go on a, a, um, um, I mean, they could be infinite, because obviously... That which you cannot conceive, you cannot define, that which you cannot define doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But again, Skimwalker Ranch, the last last year's series, they actually were able to model it. And what's interesting, the power source for Skimwalker Ranch is 65 miles underneath wow. the surface of Skimwalker Ranch. And uniquely enough, 65 miles above. So and while they're there, the military's flying choppers and everybody's trying to spy on them. And, and you know, when our guys are in Mexico, we got every three letter agency in the world there because they have to contain the narrative. The narrative is there is no God. The aliens created us. Right. I don't know how the Antichrist presents himself, whether he claims that, you know, I don't I, I don't know that yet. I know that we're watching. What, what are we watching? We're watching the economic um, isolation of coin stores already now. A couple of them on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're watching uh, gun sales uh, not being able from the credit cards. Uh, you know, we're watching the squeeze being put on anything that is the official narrative doesn't want, and they don't want you and I being armed. Mm-hmm. They just don't. And and we need to. Let, let, let me say something. You, you mentioned earlier about uh, being blunt. And I think it, it is time to be blunt. And, and uh, the fact that Christians in general, and I'm with you on that, it's not like doing a broad brush on them uh, or the churches, but we've tried not to be blunt. We've tried, to be, we've tried the nice way. And now we have sex toys in public schools. We have an invasion on the southern border. We have fires. And by the way, the fires, uh, Steve Quayle, 
there's a worldwide map of fires. Maybe I saw it on Dave Wick. I don't know if he does the fires, but I saw a worldwide map of fires, and there are fires all over the planet. I know there's a giant fire in Texas now, the Maui fire. Yep. Of course, Canada's on fire. I mean, I, I, I postulated this question just recently. At what point do we say we're reading where it says one-third of the trees would be burnt up, and if you Google fish deaths, you will find dozens and dozens of worldwide fish deaths in the millions. And I'm thinking, at what point do we actually say, well, we're here now, but it's time to be blind. Let me say a little bit more for you. Uh, recently, the phenomena of uh, uh, Oliver Anthony wrote that song, Rich Men from Rich Men. And I was thinking about you and some of the things you've said. Somebody might be thinking, because one of the lines in the song says, I wish I could wake up and it not be true. And they could be saying, that's what you're saying. I wish I could wake up and what Steve Quells not be true. But the next line it says, but it is. Okay? And, and that's the shocker of that song. But it is true. What the horrible things that the nightmares that we're experiencing is true. And I bring all that to the point to say, I think it's time for us to be a little bit more blunt. And I saw somebody in the live chat said they've never seen you so blunt this evening saying the things you have. And I'm so glad that you are because I think it's time that we stop dilly-dallying around and worrying about people's sensibilities or, or their feelings because what's coming, if we don't warn them, and, and the factual way, the, the evidence, as you said earlier, are, is all around us. But I think it might be time to be a little bit blunt. Now, there's a final final thought on the Oliver Anthony's song, Rich Man from Rich Man. But it went, that song went to people's hearts. And I saw black, black people crying, young people crying. Oh, yeah, I looked at all the reactions to that video. Well, why was it like that? Because he said exactly what the truth is. And until we say exactly what the truth is, we're not going to make a difference in somebody's life. And they said, well, that's offensive. That's not, you know, that's not nice or whatever. Well, gee, were you burning up in a fire or having been put in a, a, a FEMA camp? That's not nice either. What should you do want? I'm done. No, no. I mean, that's a great point, you know, and here, here's the deal. The language of certain four-letter words is more offensive to uh, basically a religious people, and the reason uh, that song hit such a nerve, but here's what's here's what I think is that's, that song is striking a nerve. I watched a um, uh, Mar what Marjorie Taylor Greene posted this and this, did you see that one where this uh, uh, gentleman happened to be black? And I was agreeing with him, not because he's black, but what he was saying. His language was rich, but he was I saw serious. That. I saw that, yeah. and I agree with you 100%. It was rich is a good term, but it, yep. that goes right to the heart. It's like, yes, man, that's the way it is. Everybody was cheering him. I was laughing so hard, you know. I, well, only yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can I say something? The naysayers are dead men and women walking. They're absolute inane people squawking. They're absolutely devoid and uh, 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 separated from reality because no one. Look at what and, and the heartbreak of Maui is. And I'm telling everybody this. I started from the first mention of it. You cannot lose track of the children. We have to hold those those murderous blankety blank blankety blanks i'll go ahead and edit myself <laughs> we have to hold them responsible that don't lose track of the children we don't know if it's 2200 we don't know and look at the avoidance of that issue you know look at the avoid yeah yeah Ladies why is that 
Why is huh? it? Why is it they're refusing to admit how many children are missing? It's like a state secret. Like they want to arrest you for asking the question. Yeah, well, they want to because guess what? And God, I pray the Lord will blow this wide open. That's my prayer. A lot of those kids were sold into the very thing that uh, you know most people don't even want to acknowledge, and that's child sex trafficking, $140 billion um, business globally. And the islands are notorious. There are, there are young ladies on uh, YouTube, somebody sent me a couple of them, you know, and they're talking about what goes on in the islands, you know? I mean, it, again, it's, it's like a, it's like the Grand Central or uh, what is it? The big uh, uh, Grand Central Station, New York, you know, and, and we're watching uh, an avoidance of this. I mean, even, even you saw this too, even the official, oh, what's the word? Uh, census or the data of how many people lived in Maui and the children and the breakdown, that was all censored. That's taken off. You can't find those numbers anymore. So let me ask you this. If all of us who are crazy or fear porn, and I think anybody that says that is chicken poop, okay? And I think they're either chicken poop or they're an AI or they're an AH, and they can figure out what that <laughs> is, Arnold Henry. And and look, here, here's what's happening, Daniel. You know it, too. People need to have a – I don't want to throw it on my face right now, but uh, they need to have a, a bucket of ice-cold water thrown on them and say, wake up, wake up, shake yourself, because we're all chained with the lies of the public mainstream media being nothing but mind control. And the late Bill Casey, director of CIA, made the famous statement – well, no, our efforts have been successful when everything the American people believe is a lie. Mm -hmm. Well, when I get people like this, they sound like they're drowning trying to hold their nose and talk underwater. You know, the thing is, is that they they try and get away from the fact that the director of the Central Intelligence Agency made that statement that they can get the people to believe a lie and they'll know and the majority of people believe a lie. They only believe what telepresence, meaning the, you know, the mainstream vomit brokers, tell them. I even have people, I'm sure you do too, that listen to you, but then they'll say, but AP says this. I, I say when that day comes, the day is here, I would advise everybody who, if they're checking the alternative news against the lying devils from hell and the absolute uh, scurrilous uh, I, I, I can't have any, I don't have enough words of contempt, okay? But they are accessories to murder. Remember this, they were, they were wholeheartedly endorsing uh, Dr. Fausti, and if anybody's ever, you know, Dr. Faust, uh, you know, the, the famous poem, he sold his soul to the devil, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, I'm on record as saying that, listen, you guys, he'll go down in history as the greatest mass murder in history. Gain a function. But Daniel, we're the ones that are giving all of these different bio labs huge amounts of money. And and Ukraine had 45 of them. And when Lavrov, who, by the way, is one of the smartest men in the world, brought that to the world's attention. I have a little bit of ability to identify with that statement because years ago when I started on talk radio, there was a Project Coast going on in South Africa. Project Coast by uh, Wouter Bassan. Uh, and I'm not, I think they pronounce it Votar, but you know, I'm not South African. I don't speak South African, but the bottom line is, is that he was 
designing race-specific bioweapons, okay, race-specific. Then it went to haplogroup-specific. Let's say this, Iceland, and just using this as an example, Iceland's got the most unique genetic continuity of any people on the planet. I don't know if people know that. That Their entire genome was patented by somebody, and I forget how many years ago. But that genetic uniqueness of Iceland, you could build a bioweapon that would target just Iceland. By the way, I wrote a book, Breathe No Evil, uh, Understanding Biological and Chemical Warfare. That got me in more trouble because it was telling people it was going to come. And, mm-hmm. and some of the idiots, some of the dumbest people I've ever met or been had the displeasure of having to talk to is they didn't understand. If you define a problem, that's not saying go out and create a problem. When I said that publicly, two weeks later, I think it was two weeks later, that there's going to be a major biological or chemical release in, a, in a, one of the world's capitals. I didn't know it was going to be Tokyo. I didn't know Am Shinrikyo even existed. But within two weeks of making that statement, the sarin nerve gas, well, I believe I give God the glory. It's, you know, if God's people will understand before you want to line up and murder the messenger, maybe you should seek the Lord and say, you know, God, there's a lot of that stuff that's happening now. And that stuff that's happening is going to affect everybody. People are only civil until their tummies no longer have something to eat. And we're watching now. I think you agree with me. Not that you have to, but this is going to go kinetic in a way that is going to be beyond. This is going to be the British on one skirmish line and the American uh, uh, colonists on the other. You know, this is going to be flat out beyond anything. And Jesus said, there's never been a time like it, nor would be again. And if God the Father didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, there'd be no flesh left alive. These people are monsters. When I say monsters, I am talking about from the cauldrons of hell to the mouths of the possessants, you know, and it's my contention that we are now becoming what the Bible specifically talks about. I'm talking United States. Mm -hmm. If I say I believe the United States is mystery of Babylon, oh, it can't be. That's in Iraq, blah, 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 blah. That's why it's a mystery, okay? Jesus even called Jerusalem, you know, Babylon. So the point is, is that I think it's uh, it's interesting that the mother of harlots, there's also other harlots besides the mother, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and most of them are in our Senate or, or Congress, you know. But anyway, that's another point in another story. The only way I know to communicate any longer is to make up my own words, okay? Because again, when we see the theater of the absurd, and I call it Circus Distracticus, that turns to Circus Destructicus, you know, that's <laughs> right, what we're right. seeing right now. You know, that's just one example. It's it's that the redefinition of language is taking place because if they, the devils that are, the mouthpieces that be, are mm-hmm. able to redefine standard statements and people lose the historic continuity or the historic uh, uh, origin, if you will, or foundation for a certain word, you know. And so now we're, we're, we're dealing with a confused nation. I mean, I can't even imagine how somebody living in another country looks at a Supreme Court judge and uh, she can't even define what a woman is. Well, I would, I, and I'm sorry, this may be blunt, but do you stand to urinate or do you sit to urinate? Okay, point, point. See, in essence, 
you have to bring reality down. Oh, that's so nasty. I said, ma'am, when you and this is what I would say to the Supreme Court justice or any female that, you know, says that we can't. I saw a guy with a beard and a dress and a, I guess he's, he's, you know, he's trans, whatever he's doing. Uh, and, you know, he couldn't define what a woman is either, except he wants to be one. You see, the hypocrisy is so great, but the cowardice is what allows the hypocrisy mm. to take center stage. Mm. 3%, you know, less. I don't know how many there are, but the bottom line is, is that the destruction, we're seeing America's birth rate plunge. That's due to a couple things. One of the most important factors is, is that the men, and most men, you know, at some point have worked out in a gym or they drink plastic water bottles, you know. And and I, I I only drink glass now. This is Gerald Steiner. Good pitch. This is a good mineral water. Good. Okay. And I don't sell it. Uh, you know, <laughs> Pellegrino. But if you understand the place of xenoestrogens and essence, it's got estrogens. Then you've got the chemical emasculation of males. You do. And so America's sperm count in males is just, you know, almost non-existent. Uh, the amount of plastic in the average human body is off the charts, you know, and we've got more dementia. We've got more, um, you know, um, uh, situations like Lou Gehrig's disease and in all of these really horrible diseases. And and people still don't get it. Like I remember, you probably remember when Mad Cow was a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and Mad Cow came from prions. Prions are not it's kind of like a, the way to describe a prion. It's like a crystal. It's not living, but it has the ability to transform, transmit, and transform. And the prion or prions, you know, they're they're so deadly. But those came from the kuru. Kuru is what the cannibals called it, falling disease in New Guinea. Okay, and that was we're, we're seeing. Hillary Clinton falling. We're seeing Angela Merkel falling. They at least got their balance back. Mm -hmm. But what is interesting, Daniel, is that now we're seeing on university levels, and where do you want to find a highly educated devil who hates God? Well, of course, at any, you know, in university level. And, you know, they're, they're proposing cannibalism. You know, look, it's it's not that far from insects, you know, and we used to have a statement, you know, when people are mad at people, they would say eat manure and die. Well, now, you know, if you are what you become or you, you are what you eat, well, they're telling us they're trying to shove, you know, insects down our throat and just the average amount of diseases on a cockroach. But see, I believe the reason why the politicians want us to eat cockroaches is because they want to honor their benefactor, okay? And I believe that, you know, the devil's called the Lord of the Flies. And it's interesting. I, I You and I have a problem. We have, and I don't know what the time period is, but based on the European Union saying that they're going to be able to take you off or me off or anybody off of the internet, and they can selectively assassinate or selectively uh, terminate our internet protocol, our you know internet service they can do whatever they want and they're setting us up for that so people you better understand something you can only be warned so much before you have to take action and if you're waiting for something else to happen i suggest it's going to be too late if you maintain that attitude 
Uh, I was going to say earlier, you mentioned, uh, uh, well, we we're talking about demons and, and or the pronouns. We were talking about kind of sort of the pronoun type of thing about whether they can describe, uh, you know, like a transvestite wants to be a woman but can't tell you what it is. But there, there is one truth that they got in their, in their pronoun selections. Uh, so, you know, Jesus went to, uh, there was a guy possessed with a, a devil, and he asked him, well, how many demons do you have, right? He said, well, legion legion is my name for we are many so in that particular case they would be appropriate because when you so so when you see somebody say uh uh, somebody a man with a beard and a dress uh and they want to be addressed as they well you know that is appropriate because they means he this guy's got multiple demons i'm just saying that kind of works out right right right. and 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 that's that's good in my opinion that's logical it's biblical. And the gathering demoniac, you know, when when he Jesus challenged them, they he said, Demon, what is your name? And they said, We are Legion, for we are many. And that's I think six thousand. I mean, that's not, you know, uh five real local demons and their buddies. This is really severe evil. And look at this. They begged Jesus not to send them away and send them into the abyss, you know. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to go into the pigs and jesus allowed them to go into pigs and then pigs went off and drowned and they ended up where they didn't want to end up in the first place (laughs) right you know and and there's something interesting about that go ahead by the way i i looked at the trailer uh of 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 lives of men and guys and it is outstanding i mean i mean coming right out of the ground and they pour water on it and clean it right there and showing you this stuff's coming right out of the ground uh it's not like somebody went and buried it that stuff was there and it's phenomenal. I hope people get a, get that DVD. But look, look, somebody wrote in something, and you mentioned this earlier. Were you putting together the the language of the symbols that you've collected? Yes, yes. And 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 at first I named a glyphenary. I ran out of money. I'm not begging for any money. I don't do that. And trying to balance the film production budget, those films, The Lies of Men and God, that's like. I think the numbers came in at two fifty, three hundred thousand. Okay, to do that, the Glyphionary project was. Imagine this: it was a concerted effort by people who volunteered their expertise, volunteered their supercomputer. So let's just take the spiral, the universal symbol for a stargate. Imagine having to take another symbol and comparing it against four hundred and ninety-nine thousand. And I mean, you know, it's five hundred thousand plus. But the point is, and you're doing that with everything, and the only way it can be done, the amount of uh, of uh, computational referencing and stuff is with supercomputers. There are people that volunteered that. Had I had to pay for that and their salaries, and what's interesting, of all the things of the experts, and I I made it so, and this is something I learned from a certain aspect of my life. I think you were at Branson when I explained, you know, kind of the world I got adopted into, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's, it's so amazing that God gave these men and women, some of the brightest linguists from some of the brightest computer scientists. And I made sure that I knew none of their names because I never wanted to be in a position to give up anybody or slip. Okay. You know, and uh, you know, it's, it's just that the amount of excellence, but here's, here's, here's the, uh, I've used the term bottom line for, 5 million times, so I'll make it 5 million and one. But the amount of astonishment at how much of it was prior to the creation of Adam and Eve, genetically altering 
even the animals that were there and, you know, dinosaurs, you know, you can't tell me a dinosaur is uh, good looking like, let's say, this lion or, you know, this lion. There's so many of them behind me. And I remind myself that the Bible says the righteous are as bold as lions. And people, when they, you know, know I really like lions, uh, I call men who don't have, how should I say this? I call men who are confused in their identity, mm-hmm. I call them meow men. Okay, that was my term, you know, versus a lion. Jesus called the lion the tribe of Judah. And the point is, is that I don't think, I don't think people understand, but the scripture says the righteous are as bold as lions because we have the message of life. Mm-hmm. I think Christians are too, how do I say this? They're too frightened to give their testimony. When when a person has a, an encounter with Jesus, the power of a testimony and a testimony, as Derek Prince used to say, you got to have a test, you know? I mean, you know what the stuff you've gone through in your life that God gave you grace or God gave you victory in or God gave you, uh, you know, uh, a way through. Mm-hmm. The Bible's very clear. God will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we're able to stand, but with the very temptation, make a way of escape. Mm-hmm. And so the the idea is, is that we're now in a position on the lies of men and gods exposing the fallen angel agenda. This is why in Deuteronomy... And passages, Leviticus, actually, where if a man, and remember, when we're talking that time period, we're talking genetic uh, excellence that was still in in existence that, you know, if a man lied with a beast or had sex with an animal, you know, they had to put the animal to death also. Mm-hmm. God bless the poor animals. But now, do you know what the biggest, biggest draw in uh, Germany and, and Switzerland, I believe, you can look it up, is they have bestial bordellos. I know. See, it's <laughs> it's so problematic, you know, that, and I mean this, you know, the whole earth was corrupt. The word, if you look at the whole uh, crime scene in Washington, D.C., you're going to see uh, absolute corruption. If you look at everything that's going on in the world of science, they hate God. They want to live forever. So the oldest lie in the world, if you eat of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, God knows in the day you'll, you know, you'll live. That's a lie. That's the same Genesis lie that's in uh, the end times, you know. So transhumanism, I wrote a book, and again, you guys, uh, this is, when these are out, um, they're out. Uh, maybe I'll go to a, an audio book. I tried to get a famous person who's got the best voice in the world. I won't drop his name. But just to just to uh, narrate one of my books, he wanted 100,000. And, you know, I, I can't give a guy 100,000 to narrate, you know. And then somebody offered free, and I listened to him, and I thought, even with hearing aids, that's not a good voice. So uh, <laughs> what I think is important is that the reason I'm using videos now is because people can absolutely see it and hear it. And most people, I'm sorry, but they've gotten to the point where they don't have the time to read. And so when we're presenting what we're presenting, the glyptionary, back to what you asked me, yes, I thought we could be done. You know, we only got up to 100,000 symbols. So we're 20% of the way through. And I put them out, some of them, I release them as I believe the Lord wants them released. Because I don't want people getting so absorbed in the evil that they take their eyes off of Jesus, okay? 
And I know exactly what, and I believe that, you know, I, 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 this is just it. I have to obey and I want to obey the Lord because I know how people tend to, what's the word, stay or fix on something. And then they try and go and look and they try and decipher stuff that they don't understand. You've got to know the historic context. You've got to know the geographical context. And then you've got to understand a whole level of linguistics that most people can't understand. And so what what we're trying to do is, you know, you can't just say, oh, the spiral stargate. And you can't just show a man, a stick figure man with a, a cone head and say, this man <laughs> came through the stargate. You follow me? And <laughs> and the astonishing thing is, and I want to share something else. Someone took me to task and people say, I give my critics too much time. No, he said, you always say Lucifer. You need to get over your love affair with Lucifer. I rebuked him in Jesus' name, and I explained it like this. I want everyone to understand this. Lucifer is the name that Satan had before he rebelled. He still lives in denial. He demands the worship of his adherents or his followers or his disciples. He still lives in the world of of believing he was what he was before the fall versus what he is now. Does that make sense to you? The people that are serving him, now there are there are Satanists. I want to make it clear. There are Satanists and there are Lucifer. And there are devil worshipers and Satanists claim they don't worship Lucifer. I understand all that. But the bottom line is we are seeing in the glyphs, some of these things are 9,000 years old. And for the record, uh, Manhattan's Table of Kings, the Sumerian Table of Kings, go back 450,000 years when the kingship descended from heaven. Well, gee, Adam and Eve were created 6,000 years ago. How can that be? Jeremiah chapter 4, talking about the flood that was on the pre-Adamic civilization. Two floods, you know, but people don't want to show, they don't want to study. They want to argue, but they don't want to study. Right. They don't want to study to show themselves approved unto God. You know, rightly dividing the truth. And again, you know, I always hear, I love this. Well, that's your truth. That's not mine. Oh, yeah. I said, well, I'm sorry, then you're believing a lie. Because the truth is God's word. It's not the man's word or a man or any man's word. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are a biblically ignorant nation, first and foremost. I find that when I hear, and I, I still, you know, I have a thing called photo of the day on my website. It hasn't been updated for a year. I'm going to have to get that back going or take it down. But the last thing I put up was Dmitry Medvedev's statement on the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He has a better understanding of Russia's role in prophecy than I would say any American politician that I've heard. Because most of politicians, most politicians only speak weasel words, okay? You know, mm -hmm. you want to just, I can't say it that way. You want to just, you just want to basically throw a cold bucket of water in their face and say, what the heck do you guys believe? See, people are more offended by words than they are the slaughter, of the ritual slaughter of children taken off the streets. They're right. more offended at the niceties mm -hmm. and they can't believe the nasty, the nastiness. And I'm not saying it's a good thing to know, but if they're planning to kill you and me, then you're my brother in the Lord. I'm going to do everything I can to stop it. You know what I'm saying? We have to fight for each other and quit fighting with each other. 
Right. And, you know, you talk about the words. If, if somebody finds a word offensive, they, they won't hear you at all. It's like they, they're looking, people are kind of sort of trained. Oh, well, Steve Quell said this. And so whatever else you've ever said, it just is just eliminated. I don't know why people do that. And I, that's why I've been doing this program for all these years, trying to get people to say, look, everyone has truth. If you just stick around and listen and you have something you're going to disagree with, but you, you've got to keep an, uh, an open mind, but uh, people kind of disappear in that. But uh, so, but talking about uh, we were talking about the language that you uh, found in, in all these in all these digs and such. But when are you going to put together a, a list of, of uh, Steve Quayle specialized words? Because you've got a lot of them, man, and they're good. You need to put that in some sort of book. I Pete. know, and and you know this is this is weird because Sheila Zelensky did that, and then Hawk he said Steve and Hawk. I can tell you something funny about Hawk. Hawk is basically knows more of what I said when I said it than I do, you know, and I've been on talk radio now, I think it's nine, 10,000 hours, but they want me to have a Q-tionary, okay, a okay. Q-dictionary. Right, right, right. And I, I don't know, I don't know how, you know, how to do it because so much of the stuff I come up with, sometimes it's in, in real time, you know, and I go, hey, I've never said that before. But the bottom line is, is that there are people that, you know, I guess have some of them. So they want to submit them because I don't even remember everything I've said. But again, it's the it's to get people's attention. If they can't understand one word by going to two words, you you have to have modifiers and definers. OK, look at look at remember when everybody was American and, and then it went to Afro-American, Asian-American, this American, mm -hmm, that right, American, right, you right. know. And 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 we knew it was the beginning of the end because that was a segregation that would destroy the cohesiveness of the American experience, you know, and that freedom and justice for all. No, I mean, you can't even have Superman. By the way, I turned Superman gay, too. You know, I don't know if you know that. Yeah, Marvel yeah they're all gay now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, I remember George Reeves, who played the original Superman. And truth, justice in the American way. You know, he stood with his arms on right, his hips. Right, and you remember And the wind blowing his cape back, yes. Yep, yep, yep. And, with you know, a flag. And, I mean, huh? With a flag. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I remember truth, justice in the American way. But that no longer exists because, and, and this, is, this is where the political people need a, a wake-up slap. If, let's just say, Donald Trump was reelected. This isn't an anti-Trump statement. Who of everybody in Washington that turned against him the first time is not going to be against him the second time? There is no political solution to a spiritual problem. Mm -hmm. And I think the problem is, is that people want someone else to do it for them. It's like, you know, when I hear we should do this or we should do that, my immediate response is, what have you done? You know? What have you done? You know what that translates out into? They want you and I to do it for them. And then they'll go and say, boy, look at how we contributed. We're coming to a time where each man, each woman, each you know, grown child, and even little ones are going to have to stand. And I'm telling you, if Jesus said there's never been a time like it, nor would be again, Daniel, that's a pretty heavy statement, you know? And it's just, it's just, how do I say it's mind boggling that if you go to stores now, there's empty shelves. And and by the way, they are locking up meat now. They're locking it behind, you know, bars. 
because people go in and they'll, you know, I, I've seen prices on two pound T-bones of a hundred bucks. Wow. People send me those. Okay. I'm not saying T-bones cost a hundred bucks everywhere, but they send me pot roasts. You know, they send me the, and the nice thing about having cell phones is everybody can be a citizen journalist and you can actually break the false narrative by showing that and, and and look at the ransacking stores. Now they're finding out that the cartels are behind it. But to think of the, you know, a designer, whatever, ladies' handbags. I mean, I, I don't understand women, by the way. I don't understand women. I'll talk about anything and everything, but I will not talk about understanding women. Right, you know? right, right. Too complicated. Uh, so, Just too complicated. Yeah, too complicated. Yeah, you and get in trouble real quick. Video. Yeah, I'll give you a really good biblical example. Samson, not Samson, excuse me, back up. Solomon was the smartest man in the world. God gave him wisdom beyond any man. And he said in the word, God did, there will never be anybody equal to you or like you. And Solomon, you know, said there's some things just too, too great for me. The way of a man with a maid. Well, I guess he was trying to figure out, you know, that statement with a thousand of them, you know, and looking for love in all the wrong places. Right, that's and about he, a thousand of them. Yeah, and, and remember, he multiplied his horses and his wives. He did. He would have been better off riding his horses and spending less time with his wives because his wives seduced him away from the one true living God that gave him that wisdom. So, you know, um, that's kind of a, an important aside. So. We're seeing now, in my opinion, the culmination of everything that we've warned about. It's in play. It's not, you know, I don't know if they say it where you're at, but uh, it drives me nuts. Up here, they say it's fixing to happen. And I said, well, it's not fixing to happen. It's broken and it's happening, you know. And I understand. I think they say that in the South. And I'm not taking on anybody with that statement. I'm just saying it's broken. It's broken. It's broken. And all the king's horses and all the king's what men can't put the nation back together again by making America great again. The the facade of the self-righteous pride of America is being stripped away. We, you know, I mean, look, I believe in righteous war, but I don't believe in unrighteous war. And I certainly don't believe in collateral damage. Collateral damage is just a military fancy term for you to kill everybody, you know, and hey, if it's innocence, that's war. That's Bravo Sierra. And so now we have a self-destructing um, pentagram, okay? And the Pentagon mm. is gone, in my opinion, too far. And so now the idea is, is that every day you read another story. This group of uh, Army Reserve is going over to someplace. Obviously, they classify, but you know it's got to even be going to the Middle East. Africa or, you know, the uh, European theater and their theater of the absurd. We don't even have enough ammo. It, you, you watch, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we hear there's not enough ammo. NATO says we've run out of ammo. Some guy and one of our listeners, I can't, I don't forget. It's not original me, but it was originally him. He said, NATO, no ammo to operate, <laughs> okay, you know, no good, ammo good. to operate. And I thought, but that's brilliant. And so so now we've got the situation, in my opinion, we're going to see the breakup of NATO, even if it, we, we don't see nuclear weapons wow. exchange yet, because already Germany is saying this isn't a good position. We're going into winter. OK, 
And what most people don't understand is you can you can accelerate uh, the winds in the upper atmosphere. You can absolutely move the frigid Arctic uh, weather down into the uh, uh, European continent. You can cause incredible cold. You can weaponize cold. You can weaponize heat. We've seen some of the hottest temperatures. It's not uh, man-made. It's man-generated. And, and you know, Daniel, we've listened to carbon footprints, carbon footprints. John Kerry, in my opinion, biggest hypocrite in the world, exceeded only by the Al Gore, the bigger hypocrite in the world. You know, carbon footprints are people. Ladies and gentlemen, get it through your mind. What they're saying is removing the carbon footprint is removing you, in essence, killing you. Okay, that's it. Or now the brain-dead, technocratic, Luciferian scum, and I could go on and on and on, are <laughs> right. saying that they want to put, uh, you know, they want to block the sun. Sun is photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is life. Everything in the ocean from the krill uh, that, you know, from the smallest uh, 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 creation in the ocean to the biggest, and you said it, a third of the life. You know, I got called on the carpet once when I said, you know, Fukushima could fulfill the scripture of a third of the life in the sea dying. And, you know, they just dumped all the water and those guys are eating, you know, sushi and, you know, they have that green glow to their face. No, I'm <laughs> not yet. But, you know, well, how do you know they're even eating the, the food that came out? And the Chinese said an interesting thing. If anybody is a science fiction fan and remembers the Godzilla movie or Godzilla as, you know, uh, Godzilla, the monster is alive. You know, the, the, the thing is, is that the Chinese accused the Japanese of creating Godzilla. They mm. use that word. I thought very good choice of words. Well, what the, the whole Godzilla movie is a prehistoric dinosaur mm -hmm. gets exposed to radioactivity mm -hmm. and the radioactivity produces the monster Godzilla. Right. You know, so. I'm not saying Godzilla's coming back, but what I am saying is a third of the life in the sea, mm -hmm. you know, is 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 going to be dead. I don't even think people understand. I hear such laissez-faire or devoid of reality of understanding physics when it comes to nuclear weapons. People think a nuclear weapon is just basically a large caliber, you know, uh, hunting rifle. Nuclear weapons change everything, but it doesn't bring about the end of the world. Russia has a sophisticated civil defense. What good does it do? I think in October we're going to have a civil defense signal on all of our hell phones, you know, and uh, it's going to be 30 minutes. Russia can move the entire population of Moscow in such a way that, Daniel, it wouldn't matter if the United States nuked uh, Moscow. We would cease to exist. So I'm not making that. But the nations that have civil defense win a nuclear war. I spent the whole, um, when I when I was one of the guys that started the prep business, I, th I think 20 years uh, dealing with the importance of civil defense, civilian defense. And then, you know what, you come to the conclusion, they don't want anybody's civilians to live. They only want them to live, you know? Right. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, all these food recalls, they're all going into those secret bunkers. I mean, you know, they're telling you it's got... Uh, uh, you know, the burgers got listeria or and you can tell what how hungry they are in a given week because, you know, listen, let's face it. If, they, if they're calling back, this is no kidding, ham and cheese or peanut butter and jelly. Well, you know, they got a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they got to make and ham and cheese. Mm -hmm. They literally do that. If they recall one part, 
they'll recall another. Mm -hmm. And there's no, uh, what's the word? There's no follow through on the lot numbers. Every single batch, I used to be in the food business, every single batch of food the day that, you know, that it was packaged has to go in. So even this thing, this is bottled water again. This has lot numbers right here, all these numbers that mean something. I'm sorry, I'll hold it up. And the thing is, is that on suspicion of, well, I'm suspicious. I, I call them the bunker boys. They're having a barbecue, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and and they call everybody above. The, remember, the elite believe they're going to live and all of us are going to die. Mm -hmm. And they want everybody killing everybody. And then they'll come and, you know, kill everybody because only, only, according to the Deagle Report, only the United States can only be, they used to be 100 million. Now they've got, taken down to 80 million. The Deagle Report, a Rockefeller Foundation think tank like the Rand Corporation. And that's the infamous, you've seen it. I mean, I remember breaking that news and, and the fact that by 2025, they want to get rid of, you know, 250 million Americans. You can only do that by biological warfare, nuclear warfare, starvation. Nah, not enough people die fast enough, you know. Or you can do it through natural disasters. Floods. Floods are the most uh, devastating natural disaster. Even earthquakes don't uh, equal the kill ratio or the, uh, the amount of people killed for the amount of uh, negative events. But you can generate weather warfare. You can freeze everybody out. And that's why I'm saying NATO's toast. People will not put up uh, with freezing their posteriors off. Or will they put up with their being hungry and go, we're doing this for what? For the Ukraine? Hmm. It doesn't make sense. And the reason it doesn't make sense is because Victoria Newland, oh, I could go on for hours. She basically said a word that most people would be offended by, the, U the EU, okay? She used the F word and said the EU. So she's saying... To hell with the allies, okay? Because everybody that's in the EU is almost, I, I think there may be a couple of exceptions, but they're all in NATO, okay? Mm -hmm. And NATO broke every promise, every treaty, every agreement with Russia. And, you know, I mean, we, we're watching it and thinking that the war will stay in, we're watching it, the Ukraine war, thinking that will stay there until the launch. Daniel, it takes the United States at least five minutes to get anything anything or everything in the air five minutes because we got all the you know fail safe protocols and stuff russia has given their field commanders you know basically launch on launch on perception of uh you know being overrun so now we've got poland and we've got everything we've got f-16s going in already mm -hmm. there in the ukraine and there are specific f-16s that are modified to carry nuclear weapons and when you take the throw weight, the speed of the missiles, the advanced electromagnetic warfare that Russia possesses, being able to shut down. Listen, this isn't pro-Russia. Only an idiot or someone that's cut a deal with the Prince of Darkness to offer up a quarter of a billion people as a sacrifice. You cannot explain it. You cannot look at any of this stuff in a context of sanity because it doesn't exist because it's supernatural evil and supernatural evil cannot be defined by an average human mind or even the brightest human mind. If people think it's only physical and it's only a biological uh, uh, mandate, 
They're missing the whole point. We are being manipulated and the goal, and I'm, maybe this is a good place to stop and I'll, I'll say thank you very much, Mom, but the extension, I'm sorry, the extension of their thinking is the extinction of the human race. The extension of everything that's happening is the annihilation of the human genome. The idea that there's going to be a select few, what happens when the 500 million say, you know what? I got one up on about 200 million and I want to now be the king of the block of 300. What it's going to boil down to is a house divided against itself cannot stand. And the Soros, and I tell people, America has been Soros-sided, okay? Soros-sided. And why is it that, again, the former president never mentioned that guy at all? Why is it even even that people left the 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 mayhem rule? And you know, I wrote a book, the probably the most important book I wrote, um, Empire Beneath the Ice: How the Nazis mm-hmm. Won World War Three. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, World War Two, World War Two. I don't think people understand that we're still dealing with the Nazis, and that's why Russia, who lost 25, 27 million people fighting the Nazis, is so. Uh, uh, accurate in identifying the Nazis. You know, I mean, when you, when you and, and some of those Russians, God bless them, they were fighting with literally pitchforks and shovels until they could get a weapon. And so what I'm saying to everybody is this. You have got to come to the conclusion that things are different in America. You've got to at least say, do I have a heart when I see moms and kids on the streets when even the mothers, some of them are selling their kids for obvious purposes to have a little more money to buy a little more crack, you know. Uh, now we have the uh, confession of the guy that was doing a biography on Biden that he's gay and that, right. uh, you know, you know, uh, and he said, well, it's only sexual fantasies. I don't think so. Larry Sinclair, yeah. kudos to Jeff Rents. Jeff Rents was the first guy, I think in 2008, maybe. I mean, a long time nah, ago. He's digging in the tunnel there. Huh? He's digging in the t- he's digging in the tunnel on that one. <laughs> yep. So, so in essence, in essence, where we're at right now, we are on the verge of World War III. We are on the verge of total starvation. We are on the verge of lawlessness, which the Bible calls the mystery of iniquity. And you know, here's the thing: no place in the Bible do I see God says, you know. I want you to go along just to get along. I want you to be friends with the world. You know, he doesn't say that. But the actions of those who claim to be followers of at least of historic Christianity, they don't believe anything anymore, according to all the different studies, you know, all the different nut study surveys. So where does that leave us? It leaves us in a world of hurt. And by the grace of God, I, I would say that the promise to Daniel is that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. But if you look at every major victory in the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's generally individuals that yield to the living God. David went up against Goliath. He didn't go up with a conference board, a conference, a boat, or, you know, uh, a boat of confidence. There is nothing that represents the early church that I see at this point in the world. And I, I try and keep up abreast on stuff, but I'm one guy and I stay up 18 hours a day. You know, this is my mea culpa. And I try and, to the best of my ability, try and get people 
a, a snapshot at any given minute of any given second of how dangerous it is. But if you just say, oh, it's Labor Day weekend, you know, I'll deal with that on Monday. But what happens with that attitude when if it's Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday, the day you make that statement, the next day never comes. This isn't a James Bond movie with the title Tomorrow Never Comes or whatever it was. You know, <laughs> the thing is, is that this is reality. And I don't know, Daniel. I know that, you know, I don't know what it takes to wake people up because, again, I'm afraid that when they wake up, they're all going to be in the streets. And I don't think people want the, uh, the, the Democrats want it. Remember, they're on record as saying they want to get rid of 125 million conservatives, Christians, homeschoolers. They're already on record as saying that. Please, you know, everyone who's a believer out there, pray that God will open the prison doors for the January 6th prisoners, just like he did for Peter when the nice. church in Jerusalem, the, 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 the believers in Jesus, mm -hmm. when they prayed for Peter's release. Hey, Steve, 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 before before we let you go, man, can you uh, uh, say a prayer for the audience that have been listening to this and maybe their eyes be open, their hearts be open, and they would have the boldness that we need in these final sure. hours? Sure. Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for this opportunity to be on with Daniel tonight. Lord, you said we're the salt of the earth. You said, Lord, that that we have been given by you authority and also power. And Lord, power even over the unclean spirits, but that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But Lord, I pray for a new boldness to come in to, to the listeners to this program, to the viewers to this program that they've never been uh, had before. God, I pray for a transformational encounter with Jesus through the resurrection power of the living God. Lord, I pray for the release of the gifts of the Spirit in, in the followers of Jesus and Lord, I pray that, God, you would so open the ears and hearts of your people and that you would grant them discerning of spirits, Lord, because lies upon lies don't lead to eternal life. Lord, I agree with Daniel and we agree with everyone who's praying with us right now that you will release the January 6th prisoners as you did to Peter, Lord, when the church prayed, when the followers of yours, Lord, prayed. And God, we come against every illegal, that God, everything that's been done in darkness to destroy their lives, that they would be exposed. And God, that there are brave, that you would raise, release, or or bring to pass brave judges who have the authority to release them. And God, I pray for spines to come into the Supreme Court, that they either step in or they're going to be the supreme nothings, because there's going to be no country left. None whatsoever, not a threat, an observation. Lord, your people, Lord, hide hide everyone that calls upon your name in the secret place of the Most High God. Lord, show us all this the nature of the battle, but also, Lord, in Ephesians 6, that all the enemies are invisible. But, Lord, in 2 Corinthians, you said the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. And, Lord, the strongholds have a stranglehold on the gospel in the United States of America or the disunited states of what used to be America. Lord, your word says where the spirit of the living God is, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And, God, I ask that you would set uh, your the captives free, people who are your people, but they're bound. And Lord, I pray that you will absolutely, God, bring healing 
deliverance, freedom, Lord, and provision to the people of God, Lord, the ones that are listening tonight or viewing tonight. And Lord, I thank you for Daniel. I thank you for his openness. I thank you, obviously, Lord, he's he's getting the truth out. And Lord, that he's not bashful, shy, or timid. Lord, I just thank you for that. And God, I pray that such a move, like a mighty wind, Lord, like a mighty wind would blow upon your people. And Lord, we always read Ezekiel's boneyard. We just don't see the one that is the remnants of uh, what used to be a vital New Testament church. But Lord, you asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said the right thing. You alone know, Lord. But God, we're asking you to breathe. Uh, breathe once again the breath of life like a mighty rushing wind, that's scripture, Lord, upon all the deadness that's in those who maybe once walked with you, to those who are hopeless, God. And Lord, I pray for a baptism of power, of understanding, Lord. And you said in your word, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to men generously and doesn't hold back. Lord, you're not an Indian giver and you don't taunt your people. You deliver your people. And Lord, your word says, if our fathers, being evil men, know how to give good gifts, how much more will our heavenly Father give the gift of the Holy Ghost to them that ask? And Lord, the gifts of the Spirit are are what separated the New Testament church from everything and every aberration that's out there. Lord, we're an, we're a, we're are an argumentative people, but God, we need to be the salt of the earth. And Lord, only you can rekindle the fire. But I pray, Lord, that a passion will come into your people. I pray a, a, a motivation to stand up, to speak up the name of Jesus, to take up dominion over every unclean spirit. And I pray, Lord, that you will enable us and empower us to be the people of God that you said that the glory of the latter will be greater than the former. And Lord, I pray for miraculous testimonies. Lord, when a, a person gives a miraculous testimony, it encourages the other people. I'm talking real miracles, Lord. And God, I'm talking demonstrable. And Paul, Lord, uh, you know, he made the statement, your servant, the apostle Paul, look, you know, it, it, it's it's when I came to you, he said, it wasn't with the enticing words of men's wisdom, but it stood in the power and presence of the living God. Lord, I pray you light such a... a uh, powerful anointing on your people that God, the enemy, will tremble rather than the other way around. Thank you, Lord, that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And Lord, the greatest prayer I can pray is that Jesus would be, be revealed to all of his followers, Lord. That's us. We're not all of them, but we're some of them. And Lord, that we would see Jesus in the resurrection power and the might of who he truly is, King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord, it has been written. Let it be done and let it be manifest in our lives in Jesus' name. So be it. And God, only you can bring it to pass. Well, Daniel, thank Amen. you so much. You know, thank you. Wow. And everybody watch the show up in the live chat. Just put an amen to that right there. What a powerful prayer, Steve. So such an honor to have you back on the show. Well, thank you. And thanks for I'm sorry that, you know, my computer didn't work. Uh, but thank you. And thank all the audience for bearing with us until I could get here. So good to see you again. And uh, man, you look good in the white hat. 
Well, you know, you know, you got to fight fight the forces of evil. You got to wear a white hat. I know, unfortunately, and I want to make this clear: there is no real group of white hats, white dragon society, Nisera. All that stuff is bogus. Uh, you know, the uh, it's it's just it, everything they've said has never come to pass. Yet people still believe. And I, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there's no evil ones in Guantanamo Bay being ready to be executed. That's all bogus. It's all bogus. People have lost track of their country that their country has lost. Uh, you know, I remember when that stuff was being said, I knew the commandant of uh, Guantanamo Bay, Brigadier General. Uh, we became really good friends. And I, you know, uh, fortunately that stuff stopped. But when you hear about the white hats and you hear about the white dragons and you hear about all this stuff, it's just like the Q phenomenon. The Q phenomenon was a CIA containment operation. It was. And they openly talk about it. Three guys, one from NSA, one from DIA, and one from uh, DIA, CIA, and NSA. And the whole thing was to give people a false hope to believe that someone else could do it for them. I'm telling you, you can believe it or not. And there's no political solution, Dan, you know this, to a spiritual problem. Because for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against... You know, the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Exactly. And so it's, it's, you can't, um, until you understand the evil spiritual world, and it says, Woe unto you, inhabitants of the earth, in the book of Revelation, for the devil has gunned down, has come down amongst you, knowing that his time Jeez. is short. And when you see woe, 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 Trust me, it's not yo, yo, yo. It's whoa, whoa, whoa. And that is the most, uh, uh, how do I say this? It's the most slap in the face reality. Is Even the angels are going, boy, we're not humans, but you guys better see this, you know? And, and I'm sure they marvel. They marvel at everything that God's done for us and given to us in Jesus. And they, they wonder, you know, what's up with them? And I mean, meaning humans, and it's a good thing that two thirds of them are still righteous on God's side, not the one third that followed Lucifer, who became Satan, which means the adversary. You know, I've never had to put so many parenthetical inserts because everybody wants to argue, well, then who's destroying the world? Why do the Luciferian elite call him Lucifer? Well, because some guy who's got crummy theology that doesn't know the history or doesn't even know that the occult world exists, because that would be too threatening. I'm telling you, if you know, you say in, in the world that you're going to have the rug pulled out from under you, this is going to be like a rug store, and every rug in the store is going to be pulled out. If the rug represents something we used to have, and Daniel, it's hard to me to even come to grips. It's not that I'm, in, I'm just saying I live in this world. You know, I live in this world, and yet it's hard sometimes for me to reference it and just not say, help, Lord, because there's so much. And only Jesus, the power of God working in us and through us, can confront it. We can't. And, you know, I, I quoted this scripture, and this is one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm 46.1 on my book, Jesus, the Premise of Promise. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in the time of trouble. 
I believe we're in troubling times. I believe we're in perilous times. I believe we're in deadly times. I believe we're in dangerous times. But God is the God who created time. He's above time, beyond time, and he will always be on time for us. For it shall come to pass that all who call upon the name of Lord Jesus Christ you know, shall be saved. We got a lot of stuff we need to be saved from. And a lot of it is, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of it is from people that turn out to be cheerleaders on Friday and executioners on Sunday. The the good example of that is obviously Hosanna until the Hosannas turn to crucify him. We live for the approval of Lord Jesus Christ. If we live for the approval of man, no one can ever equal the unjust expectations of fallen men because they themselves can't even live up to the rules you got to find you know i mean everybody can fault you fault me for this that and the other thing but they won't look in the mirror and go you know i got a lot of faults of my own i tell people that you know it, it's 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 interesting it's kind of like uh you know the san andreas uh uh fault uh claiming to the northridge fault or the uh, you know any of the well-known faults you know um you know uh you crack me up okay or or you know it's not <laughs> right, my right. fault it's your fault yeah, right. and everybody's responsible for what ensues because of that so i, I you know again i I'm, I'm grateful that you're standing that you're still standing and that you're giving people the truth and again ladies and gentlemen sometimes You've got to understand that when people start getting a coherent uh, picture of how evil evil truly is, then don't be surprised what comes. Remember, it's the left pushing for civil war, not the right. Anybody who's in the right mind doesn't want that. The left wants it because there's no communist overthrow ever that doesn't result in bloodshed. And the first thing they want to do is confiscate the guns. Simple. They want to kill you. They don't want you shooting back at them. And it will come to that. And I tell everybody, you don't need to go looking for trouble. Trouble will come knocking at your door. Just don't be there when they come. <laughs> Blessings, Daniel. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. We'll have you back on again sometime, my brother.